Welcome to Hit Subscribe. I'm your host, Chase Alderson, Growth Marketing Manager at Recharge. This episode, we're talking to Jimmy Wu, co-founder and CEO of Catperson. We analyze how creating intentional products can lead to a positive overall customer experience across an entire brand. Jimmy shares how an observation in the pet store led to the creation of Catperson, devoted to supplying an underrepresented customer with the specialized products they desired. We also chat about the direct-to-consumer movement, innovation and product packaging, leveraging user-generated content, and how each are only pieces of an ever-growing strategy Catperson uses to succeed. So let's get started. Jimmy, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Chase. Excited to be here. So give us a little bit of background on yourself and on Catperson. Yeah, sure. So hi, uh, I'm Jimmy Wu. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Catperson. We're a new cat care brand that's really focused exclusively on cats and putting both cats and persons at, at the forefront. Um, we've launched in March of 2020, so we're about seven months old at this point. And what we do is we offer a, a broad lineup of cat care essentials that are really designed for both cats and persons in mind. That includes things like food, wet food, dry food treats, as well as physical goods like beds, bowls, and toys. Awesome. I had uh, I had cats growing up my whole life, so I'm very aware of the uh, <laughs> all the products that are needed to take care. Amazing. So let's start with this. Um, doing a little bit of research and poking around the site, there's a line on your about page that I absolutely love that says, most cat beds and bowls are simply scaled down versions of dog products. And that really caught my attention and got yeah. me thinking about kind of how there really isn't this market. So what was the the reason behind starting this, this company in the first place? Yeah, I, I think you hit it on the head, which is there really isn't a market or there's not much of a market. And um, that's been long overdue. You know, myself, my co-founder, Lambert Wang, we're both cat people. Sounds like you, Chase, have had cats growing up. And you may have experienced this as well. As, as a cat person, you feel like you've been largely overlooked, neglected, and made to feel like a second-class citizen. And if you ever walk into a pet store today or even go to a, an online pet store, it essentially feels like you've walked into a dog store. 70% of the inventory there is dog stuff. You walk the aisles and there's a cat section, but it's in the back of the store. And when you get there, you find that it's kind of a crazy experience. Food is a bewildering, confusing experience. And if you're trying to find you know, goods or products for your cat, it's actually really hard to find a great selection. And what ends up happening, I think, is a lot of cat parents end up buying products that are actually designed for small dogs because no one has really developed great products for cats and not just cats, but cats and their people, right? I think a bed is a great example of that is if you walked into a pet store, you know, cats actually do have different physical needs than dogs, but for the most part, you end up finding beds that are designed generically for pets or designed generically for a dog. And it's not really designed specifically for a cat. And then on top of that, you know, a lot of the products out there aren't designed for the person in mind. And what we mean by that is, you know, they might work physically for a cat, but as a person, I think my needs are equally as important as well. And especially if I'm a modern consumer with a modern decor at home, I want something that not only my cat's going to love, but I'm going to love and feel proud to have in my home. And so we just felt there was an opportunity to build a brand and offer products designed both for cats' needs specifically and, and their person's needs in mind, and really do better and help to foster that relationship that people have with their cats. 
I absolutely love that. I there's there's obviously a lot of products on the site, but they they almost look like art pieces. You know, it's not just the classic silver bowl with a cat print on it or something. There there are colors and their textures and they're designed and they're they're actually beautiful pieces that would actually look good in a home. Yeah, and and that's very intentional. They're designed to be both functional for a cat's needs as well as designed for a person's needs in mind. You mentioned the bowl. You know, our base of bowl, as an example, is an elevated bowl because it helps to have the cat eat at an elevated um, height rather than trying to eat off the floor. It has a um, base that catches crumbs and food that can splatter, and that's all great functionally for the cat, but it's also designed in a way that's going to look gorgeous within your home. The less cleanup, the better, I know from experience. Exactly. <laughs> so moving into your onboarding quiz, this is one of the yeah. things that I've been nerding out a lot about recently. Um, what's what's the logic behind an onboarding quiz? That for for a, a cat food or, or something like that, you have to imagine that you just know what your cat wants, so you just buy that thing. So what's the logic behind creating a, a quiz? Yeah, I, I think it's several things. First of all, you know, I think we start with the understanding that every cat is different. Right. Cats are not generic. Every cat is individualistic and they all have their own individual needs. And we wanted to make sure that as we designed meal plans um, and try to make that food shopping experience as simple and easy for our customers, we also wanted to do it in a way that really um, met the needs of them and their cats specifically. So we developed this quiz really to one, collect information about their cats and their current feeding patterns, really to understand what is the cat like, how much food are they eating today, what type of food are they eating today, and that really helps us then to develop a more customized meal plan. And the hope is, you know, if that meal plan is something that that cat, you know, is is well suited for that cat, it's they're going to like the food and they're going to stick with the food. And I love that one of the details on the quiz is actually getting the cat's name. There's, there are so many marketing tips and tricks on when you're going through a quiz and you, know, you get the person's name who's checking out. Mm-hmm. So when you send a follow-up, you say, oh, yeah, hey, you know, Chase, here's your personalized whatever yeah. it is. I think it's so cool that you get the cat's name because it makes you feel like there's that bond there, even though the cat's never going to have any idea of what you're buying. But it's it's just such a cool creative way to to add that extra piece of, of connecting there. Yeah, and I think it, it's meant also to reinforce what we stand for as a brand, which is we are here to put both cats and their persons first and equally so, right? So it's not just about the person. It's not just about the cat. It's really about both. And it also then allows us to be able to better customize and personalize the communication and the relationship that we have with our customers. I love that. So so shifting gears a little bit, we've talked about what we can call, I think, the cat experience. Mm-hmm. Let's shift to customer experience. Yeah. How? What are some of the ways that you are beefing up your customer experience and, and why is it so important to the cat person brand? Yeah, I, I mean, I think we'll start with the, the second question around why is it so important? Well, I'd like to think, you know, customer experience should be important to any brand because you're, you know, you don't really have a business without your customers. But I, I totally. think for us in particular, it's especially important for a number of reasons. One, certainly as a new brand, Um, And driving that customer satisfaction and word of mouth um, is incredibly important for us. I think also as a brand within the pet category, and we know um, pet parents often look to one another for advice, for tips, for suggestions. And it's incredibly important that we're able to get the word out about our brand and, and a positive impression about our brand within that community. 
And then I, I think thirdly too, you know, we are primarily a subscription business, especially with our, our food meal plans. And having that relationship and building retention within that relationship is absolutely critical for us. I think the other thing that's really important for us and why customer experience in particular is important to us is, you know, I'll go back to what I, I mentioned earlier. We founded Cat Person with the belief that cats and their persons were largely being ignored and neglected and overlooked. And, you know, a lot of brands, a lot of retailers out there feel like they're dog brands or dog experiences. And so it's incredibly important for us that as a cat-centric brand, our customers feel like this is a brand and a business that has been developed specifically for their needs and their cat's needs. That's awesome. So how, how are there ways that you are taking that sort of customer experience and growing it? Um, as you guys have grown, you mentioned you're only a handful of months old, seven yeah. or months or so old. How are, what are some of the ways that you've kind of seen things work or things didn't work and you pivot yeah. a little bit and, and make that customer experience even better? Yeah, I, I think one really great example of how we've thought about customer experience is actually with our shipper boxes. So these are the boxes that your food gets delivered in, right? And for anyone that has ordered from a DTC company, has ordered e-commerce, we've all gotten these. These are these boxes that pile up, you know, at the front door um, with any delivery that you get. And I would say for the most part, these tend to be pretty mundane, pretty functional. And I think for a lot of businesses, they end up being uh, a, uh, an afterthought for them, right? We really wanted to approach it differently. And we felt it was an opportunity to actually tap into the insights that we know about customers and people in the cat category. And one insight that we know is as cat parents, cats love boxes, right? It's <laughs> the oddest thing. You can go out and buy your cat a thousand dollar toy and probably all they want to do is, you know, cram themselves into that box that it came delivered in that maybe cost 50 cents or a dollar. Um, so no matter what you get them, they just absolutely love to play with and stuff themselves inside boxes. The other thing that we knew is a lot of customers, um, especially as e-commerce continues to grow, there's a lot of concerns about sustainability. There is a lot of packaging involved in shipments and, and shipping products to people's homes. And so we took both of these insights and we ended up developing a second life for our boxes. So when you order from CatPerson and you get a food delivery, those food boxes all have a second purpose. They all turn into some sort of toy for your cat. We've got one box that turns into um, uh, a play toy that's got holes in a ball that your cat can bat around. We've got another box that turns into something we call a cat chalet, where your cat can actually hide out in it and, and peek out. And then we've got this extra large box that we call the cat condo and actually converts into almost like an apartment for your cat where there's an indoor space and an outdoor space for your cat to, to play and interact with. But it taps into these two insights that, you know, cats just love boxes and people are looking for more sustainable solutions. And we wanted to offer this as um, something that's typically a very functional thing, um, but really helps to elevate that customer experience. And it's a it's turned into a, I think a terrific surprise and delight for our customers. They're not expecting this when they first receive the order, um, and it's also an initiative that, you know, might be offline in nature, but has actually turned into a huge online opportunity for us. We get tons of user videos and user generated content from it. 
actually one of the highlights of my day, beginning of the day is just looking at videos that we've gotten sent in or on Instagram stories from customers showing their cats playing with our boxes. It's probably the, the funnest way you can think about to, to start your day. Um, and so we've been able to turn this into a lot of UGC opportunities for us. I think the other thing and why we love it so much too is it also helps to establish ourselves as a brand and what we stand for. You know, we are a cat-focused, cat-centric brand, and we wanted to make sure that when you get a delivery, when you get a shipment from cat person, it's clear to you that this didn't just come from a big e-commerce site or even a big pet retailer, but this came from a company and a brand that really understands you and your cat and what it means to be a cat person. You hit on so many things in there that that speak directly to me. <laughs> so I'll I'll go back and start with um, your unboxing experience. I think that's one of the coolest things that I've been shouting from the rooftops recently is that that's the one piece of your brand that everyone interacts with guaranteed, hundred percent. Yeah. Sometimes they miss emails. Sometimes they you know they miss shipments or you know there's random things within there. Customer service is a piece of this, but when you order your product and it shows up on your door, that unboxing experience is one that every single person is going to see. So creating something out of that, like creating this cat jelly, which I've seen, they're they're hysterical. They're they're so great. They end up being these like big monstrous like forts for cats. Yeah. Um, which if you know, thinking back to your childhood, that's all you wanted to do is just play around <laughs> in a fort. So I think that's I think that's one of the coolest things. Yeah, and, and the other reason we love it too is like, you know, there I know a lot of DTC companies put a lot of focus on unboxing experience because it is incredibly important. And mm -hmm. we certainly have um, you know, brochures and collateral in there for you to read to make sure you understand the products that you're getting. But I think it takes it to just a different level when you can actually get customers to interact with the unboxing experience. It's not that you're just trying to push information on them, but you're actually creating a really truly unique experience for them. Totally. And, and we're going to hop into this idea of user generated content in a sec here. But yeah. the, the one other thing to touch on is that you're you're creating a community without even saying the word community, you've created this this group of people who love to continue to get these boxes, one, because they get great products, but two, because yeah. they actually get additional toys without even having to think about it. Yeah, it's it's actually a value added to them and at really no additional cost. So let's hop all the way into into UGC here. Um, your branded hashtag on Instagram is cat person for cat persons. Mm -hmm. So jump into that a little bit. I think it's it's awesome. What um, maybe just dive a bit more into your user generated content? Do you do you do that on purpose, or is that just kind of a nice side effect that you get from yeah. from your marketing? Yeah, I, I think it's several fold. One is we, we think user generated content is incredibly important. To your point, you know, we, we do want to create a community. There already is a community out there. Um, I have the saying, which is. You know, the internet is the dog park of the cat world. If, if you have a dog, you may know about dog parks. It's where you take your dog to go out and play and your dog socializes with other dogs and, you know, the dog parents all get to socialize together. But there is no equivalent for cats. You know, cats typically tend to be indoors. That's why you don't see them out in public that much. But that's also why we think the internet um, and in particular social media platforms are so powerful in this category because it is the equivalent of the dog park for cat people that are out there. People want to show off their cats and they want to talk about their cats. And we want to be able to play a role in that too, to both bring them, you know, content and levity and joy to the day, but also allow them to, to showcase and show off their cats. 
I absolutely love that. So when you when you create content, do you think about the the user generated stuff that's going to come afterwards? Or do you just kind of let that all out and let it get created for itself? Yeah, I think it's a combination of two. But I think what what links the two together, and why we have this hashtag of cat person for cat persons is because at, at our core, you know, we are a cat centric brand that um, certainly makes products to help the lives of cat people and make it easier to care for the cat. But we also want to support real cat people out there. And we also want to dispel some of the stereotypes that are out there too. You know, I think one of the challenges within the cat category is there is this perception and stereotype of people in the category. And, you know, we'll, we'll just kind of, you know, talk about the elephant in the room, which is people have this stereotype of crazy cat lady, right? And we think it's a very outdated and very incorrect stereotype. You know, we, we've talked to a lot of customers. We've talked to a lot of cat moms. We've talked to a lot of cat dads. And what we found is actually almost 75% of cat owners out there think that there are negative stereotypes of cat people. But wow. almost 80% of them don't believe that those stereotypes apply to them. You know, for some reason, I think there's a lot of folks that believe, you know, this is a category that's largely, um, largely female. And what we know is actually the category is about 45% male. But there's just a lot of these outdated perceptions. And part of what we're trying to do as a brand is really shine a light and showcase what it means to be a cat person. And in particular, what it means to be a modern cat person, which is this is an incredibly diverse community of real people um, of all different ages and genders and um, you know professions and whatever dimension you want to name. But I think it is not a you know, singular stereotype that a lot of people have in the category. So as we think about user-generated content, both in terms of what we source as well as content that we want to develop, you know, what links all of it is we really want to show the diversity of different types of cat people that are out there in the real world. And we also want to show the relationship that people have with their cats, because I, I think that's sorely missing a lot of the content that's out there today as well. There's certainly plenty of cat content. We all have seen cat memes and cat videos, and right. they're hilarious and entertaining. But there's actually not enough content out there that really speaks to, I think, the really special relationship people have with their with their cats. And how we think about it is... You know, how do we shine a light on not just, you know, that relationship, but also the pretty wide, vast community and diverse range of folks that are there? So not not to make too big of a, of a statement here, but it sounds like your, your brand is mimicking kind of what society is going through right now as a whole. You know, there's a lot of negative stereotypes going around and it's it doesn't come from the top to dispel those things. It comes from user to user in your case or a person to person in a society to kind of dispel those sort of stereotypes and, and create a more unified world. Yeah, it, it, exactly. And maybe it sounds a bit trivial because we're talking about cats and um, you know, <laughs> cat food, but we think it's incredibly important too because this is an important aspect to a lot of folks' lives. They, they see their cat as a member of their family and they have a great relationship and we think there are some pain points in that relationship today, which is, you know, the food experience is incredibly challenging. It's confusing and it's cluttered. When you buy products and goods, it's really hard to find optimal products that are either designed for your cats or designed for you as a person. 
And then the third piece is culture of, you know, a lot of people feel that how they're perceived as a cat person is just really outdated or incorrect. And, you know, we're on a mission really to help resolve all three of those pain points, provide food that's nutritious and designed specifically for your cat's needs in mind and make it super easy and transparent for people to understand, develop products that are also designed for your cat's physical needs and designed for your design and aesthetic needs. And then lastly, you know, really to break down a lot of the stereotypes that exist and frankly, negative stereotypes of people in this category. And you said something really interesting. You said, I think it's, it may be trivial because we're talking about cat food, but I think that's kind of the whole point is that the, the most successful brands in 2020 and beyond are not the ones who just have a good product. You know, that's obviously a piece of it, but yep. creating the community and being able to, uh, you know, drive value and, and provide things more than just your product. That's what's going to make brands successful into the future. Um, so I, I don't think it's trivial at all. Yeah, um, obviously we have to start with a, a great product and we think of course. we've got great products, but yeah, really to elevate beyond that too. And I think for us as a as a brand and as a company, we want to be able to develop that close personal relationship with our customers and, and stand for more than just the food that we offer and the goods that we offer. Totally, totally. So let's move back uh, a little bit. You said that you are very subscription first in your brand um, obviously, being at Recharge, that's one of the things we like to highlight and talk about the most. So um, why, why are you doing subscriptions as a primary force of, of sales? And, and how does that play into your overall strategy? Yeah, so uh, just for a little bit of context, so we offer both subscription ordering as well as manual or a la carte ordering. I think for us, there was a few reasons why subscription made a lot of sense. And, and I don't think it necessarily makes sense for everyone in every category. Um, but for us in particular, it made a lot of sense. As you think about food, you know, is a fast-moving consumable. And when you think about cat food in particular, um, and you may know this, Chase, from your experience growing up with cats, cats can be incredibly picky and finicky. And oh, yeah. when you're able to find a food that, um, that they like, that you also feel good about because it's healthy and nutritious for them, you don't want to move off that food, right? So we think it's actually incredibly conducive uh, for a subscription. Um, we also know customers value convenience a lot, you know, and especially for a regular consumable that otherwise you would have to go to the store, haul back, you know, large bags of food or trays of wet food. It's just not a fun experience, especially these days if you are trying to cut down the number of trips that you're making out to the store. And so we think there's a lot of benefit for the consumer um, of offering a subscription service because this is something that their cat's going to go through on a regular basis on a pretty regular cadence and quantity. Um, and we can offer a lot of convenience versus having to go out to the store. And for us as a business, frankly, you know, subscription drives higher LTV for us. Subscription customers tend to be more loyal. They've got a regular revenue stream. And so we really see it as both um, as a win-win for both consumers, our customers, as well as for us as a business. I love that. Um, there's, there's a quote that you have that says that you're not building a direct-to-consumer brand. It's just one channel for distribution. What's your, what's your take on this whole direct-to-consumer movement? 
Um, I know you mentioned kind of up at the front that a lot of the stores that you'll walk into that are traditional distribution stores, you know, the Petco's, the, the pet stores, all those kind of things, there's just small sections for cats. So is that still the, the best way to go for sales and for distribution or is your D2C channel the, the best way to go? Yeah, how we think about it is we're ultimately trying to launch and build a brand that's centered on cats and strengthening that relationship between cats and cat people. DTC just happens to be a way that we launched and we think a great way to launch because it helps us build that direct relationship with customers. It lets us listen to their feedback and it allows us to really quickly and evolve and improve our offerings. So from that standpoint, DTC has been incredibly beneficial for us, but I think more broadly, you know, our goal is to help solve the needs of cat persons to help, you know, identify and, provide solutions to pain points that they have in their experience caring for their cat. And whether that means doing it through DTC or whether it means doing it through other channels, we want to be where our customers are looking for solutions that work for them. I think that's awesome advice. Um, on the topic of advice, you, you've done this pretty quickly. You've scaled in, in the past seven months pretty, pretty quickly to, to a really solid brand here. What is a piece of advice you would give a, a smaller company who's looking to take that next step to get to where you are now? Yeah, I, I think there's a few things. One is certainly being very agile and being very nimble and having the flexibility to um, to make changes to your business quickly if, if that's what's warranted. And I think the second piece is just listen to your customers and get data and get insights on your customers as quickly as possible. And I think that's been incredibly beneficial for us to be able to launch, but very quickly after launch, you know, look at the data that's coming back in from customers, actually talk to cat parents that are out there, understanding what they're liking and not liking about our products and services. And then how do we very quickly iterate on those and launch new and improved versions? Um, but also having that flexibility where you can move very quickly. You know, for us, I mentioned we've launched in March and, you know, we had to adapt very quickly because if you remember back, you know, that was the very beginning of COVID and the pandemic and right. needing to needing to shift business plans very quickly was incredibly important for us as the external world was shifting very quickly too. Definitely something you can't plan for, but almost being able to plan for the unexpected is, is a strength of most of these successful companies, for sure. Exactly. And, and I think inevitably what happens with a lot of young companies and startups is there's always going to be the unexpected, some smaller and some bigger. And, and you've just got to position yourselves in a place where you can get the, the, the data inputs very quickly and you can react to those and pivot to those very quickly. Totally. So last question for you. Yeah. Um, I, I have to imagine that you subscribe to your own product for, for your cat, but what yes. other physical products do you subscribe to? Yeah, great question. Um, certainly a lot of digital products. Uh, physical product, I, I think the one that I probably have subscribed to the most and the longest is a company called Freshly. Uh, so Freshly is a freshly fully prepared meal delivery service. They sort of sit at the intersection between restaurant delivery and meal kits. So they're not meal kits in that they're fully prepared meals. Um, I think the challenge with meal kits is it's great in terms of, you know, curating recipes and ingredients for you. But at the end of the day, you're still spending 30 minutes, 60 minutes 
preparing and cooking and cleaning up. And I, I love to cook, but the reality is I, I don't have time for that most of the time. Um, and then on the other end of the spectrum, you've got restaurant delivery services, right? Which is great and they're super convenient, but I think we all know, you know, getting takeout every single day is probably not the healthiest option and economically not the, the most sustainable option either. So, you know, I, I've been a huge fan of Freshly for, for a while. Um, and especially now, as many of us are working from home and I don't know about you, Chase, but like I never have time for lunch anymore. I certainly don't have time to prepare lunch. And it's been a it's been a game changer for me just to be able to have, a, you know, a fresh, healthy, ready meal in three minutes. Yeah, meetings scheduled for morning, afternoon doesn't usually lend time well for uh, going to the grocery store and cooking your exactly. own meals. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you so much for joining, Jimmy. I love all the conversation about customization, personalization, all that kind of stuff. Great, thanks. Enjoyed being here. We want to thank Jimmy once again for joining us. If you're interested in CatPerson, you can head over to catperson.com. If you're looking for more of our episodes, check us out at rechargepayments.com slash hit subscribe. And to get the latest episodes, remember to hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening from.